0: Uh, Three, two, one. Hold on. I literally
1: just got a text message. I literally (laughs) just got a text. Please okay. Keep this in. All, right, all right,
2: all right, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, we're live. We're good. We're that's good. how. It, that's in there
0: forever.
1: That's in there forever. Yeah. All right.
0: So what's going on, man? How you been?
1: Uh, dude, been good. Saw so you cruising over here in the drop top.
2: Yeah. Uh, I never want to get rid of that car. Really? Yeah. It's. Nope. What kind of car is it? Again? It's a O2 I see Miata. It when you pulled up. Um, it's my buddy Reed's old car. Uh, I've always like ogled it from afar and then he told me that he wanted to sell it back when i was in california and he would let me borrow it when i would come home to visit so i would have wheels and uh don't sell it don't
1: sell it i want it
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i didn't think i would come back or like actually buy it but i've always wanted a miata and i always really liked his has a hard top and um it had a six speed which it took me the second time driving it to realize like wow this car actually does drive on the interstate okay and it's not just like pegged <laughs> down going seventy at like five grand but um yeah so I've had that since uh, February I think is when I totaled my van you totaled your van okay I didn't yeah. know that yeah whoa no man are yeah, you serious dude, so I don't have that anymore it wasn't bad but oh. it was like
0: dude that's a drag Total, yeah. I
2: mean it's pretty bad. Uh, I was wanting to get rid of it. It was mostly just body damage. I like, I hit a curb and it like pulled me over into a telephone pole mm-hmm. that uh, was like a foot off the road uh, okay. on Highway 269. And maybe I shouldn't have said that, but uh, <laughs> 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 it hit the passenger like side view mirror so hard that it like shattered the window. And I thought I just hit like a pothole or like a cinder block in the road or some shit. Like I wasn't really paying attention. It was kind of late. And it just shattered the window, and I was screaming, "What the fuck!" Right. And I like pulled over to a gas station. I saw I had a flat tire, and I was like, "Oh damn, okay." And my rim had a pretty big dent in it from the curb. I never, I didn't see any of the side damage or anything. It was late, and uh, when I got the spare tire on, and I like went to pull off, it was, like wouldn't go. Was something was fucked up. And I got oh, so out, you changed
0: and, the tire, and you're like, "All right, I'm yeah, good. the whole wheel
2: is just back." Oh, dude. <laughs> it was back like six The inches. wheel you changed? <laughs> yeah. You didn't realize well, it's like... <laughs> no, dude. The wheel was turned and I, it was late and I was tired and pissed off. Oh, so I just dude. like screaming, cussing and fussing, change the fucking wheel and go out and then... It just wouldn't... Yeah, it was... uh, it It wouldn't go. So I called my sister and got her to pick me up.
0: Dude, bummer, man.
2: Yeah. But it just had like a big swipe all the way down the side. And I paid like less than three grand for it. Five years ago and it's got 200 or had 260 270 thousand miles on it now what what was it exactly? uh it was a 02 e150 econoline kind of with the 5-4 okay. liter
0: and you bought that with the intention of driving it across the country when you yep. first got it
2: mm-hmm. okay.
1: did you buy it here and drive it there or yeah. you bought it there and drove it here
2: uh i bought it here sold my car and drove it there and then drove it back when i moved back uh, last December. That's a pretty good track. Yeah, dude. I, I put
1: 50,000, 60,000 miles on it.
2: It's crazy. So that's kind of what I wanted to,
0: first of all, ask you about. It's like several years ago, five years ago, I guess. Yeah. You bought that van with the intention of driving out to California and living out of it.
2: Uh, no, I did not plan to live out of it. Um, I had a place when I moved to California. I bought the van to take all of my shit to Cali. And uh, I built, like, a makeshift bed in the back. Okay, yeah, I, I saw platform. the bed
0: because I remember coming and hanging out right before you left on Yeah, trip. And my
2: mom dropped her and my sister on the driveway <laughs> when we were sitting in it. But Yeah, so in the back of the bed was and the everything. Bed and stuff. So was like, okay, that was just a crash pad. Bed. That's just a place to crash. Okay, it was, like, okay. storage and, like, a place to sleep so I didn't have to pay for hotels on the way over there. And I gotcha. only slept in it... Maybe three times, four times, and, like, one or two of those were naps. Like, a couple hours here or there. Just like, okay, I'm kind of tired. Pull over to rest stop and then keep uh, okay. going. Oh, on your trek out. Yeah. And yeah. then I lived in the same place, same house in California in Sacramento for a year. And then I moved in with a couple of buddies. And the roommate that I replaced, uh, when she put in her 30-day her notice, they gave us a 60 shortly after to uh, vacate so they could jack up the rent, because that was, like, kind of rent skyrocketing. Uh, What part of California is this? That was Sacramento. It was, like, hitting San Francisco, Oakland, like, the whole Bay Area, and then Sacramento was starting to feel the effects. It was maybe, like, six, eight months later, I think. What, just the rent skyrocketing? Yeah. Um, And, like, that was, like, pretty much the edge of my budget. Like, I had just gotten a job, and I was like, cool, I can swing this. This is totally going to work. Get the fuck out. like,
0: well, I remember I came and visited you. Yeah. And uh, we spent a couple of days hanging out. I didn't realize Sacramento was the capital of California at the time. Oh yeah, we went to that park. And we went to the park and like saw the trees and stuff and I was like, "Dude, this is a pretty epic park." And you're like, "Well, it's the capital." And I was like, "Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool." <laughs> um Yeah. But yeah, it was a fun trip, man. We walked across the
2: Yeah, I'm glad you got I to stay San in that Francisco house cuz it was super
0: rad. That was cool. So when you first went out, what was the, what was the idea behind going out in the first place, I guess?
2: Um I've always wanted to live somewhere besides Birmingham just to kind of, like, get out and see what else is out there. And gotcha. I had a friend who – the the girl that I moved in with uh, when I moved there, I uh, went to go visit her. She just, like, pestered me enough to, like, finally I bought a plane ticket and went out there for two weeks and just fell in love with Northern California. Went to um, Auburn and the Yuba River, Lake Tahoe, uh, San Francisco – And I want to say we went somewhere else that was like hiking, like out in the desert. Uh, It wasn't really the desert. It was just like a really, it was like the end of the drought. And uh, I like later went on that trail and everything's green, like almost like Oak Mountain. But the first time I was there, it was like brown. Everything's just beige brown. Looks like the Middle East almost. You're like, okay, this is how it always looks. Whoa, the desert's like 30 minutes away and like there's (laughs) the city of trees is right here. This is so crazy. I love California. And then I went out there, like, again, and I was, like, expecting all this desert shit, and it was, like, green and lush and beautiful, and I was like, what the fuck? This is the same trail, right? they're like, yeah, the same one. California's crazy. So after you flew out there, you fell in love
0: with it, and you decided, Yeah.
2: I'm going to buy a van, drive out there, and just... Did Um, you have a job lined up or anything, or did you just kind of, like... Um, My friend Lauren found a place, uh, her and her girlfriend at the time... uh, found a two-bedroom and, like, timed it to where I could move in when the lease started. And I got there, like, three, two, three days before. And I think they, like, let us move in early or something like that because it was, like, literally zero. Like, I moved all my stuff in that day or the next day. I just parked the van and was just like, okay, I'm done. (laughs) I want to sleep in a bed and – uh, but, I mean – I don't know what's going on with that. (laughs) (laughs) How long did it take you to drive out there? Uh, I took two weeks. Oh, Uh, okay. So you made like a real trip out of it. I could, I mean, the route I went, I probably could have made it in like three and a half days. But uh, a lot of it was going to visit friends. I went and hung out with like uh, Banditos up in Nashville. And then the next day they were playing a music festival in Bristol. So I drove four hours out of the way and four hours back. Uh, snuck my dog into a music festival and he like was running around on stage (laughs) and I was like, get the fuck off. And, uh, I think Mary was like, no dude, this is awesome. Let him do it. The crowd loves this. We're, we're all having fun. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So he was just like up on stage dancing around, having fun. Um, partied with them. Uh, hung out. I think I stayed with Josh and, uh, I can't remember his name now, but, um, went from there to, um. kansas city missouri omaha uh, then kind of just like booked it across the midwest uh stayed with my buddy robbie in Co- uh, colorado and mm. golden that was awesome um at some point
0: oh yeah we've been to golden actually um it's like a small little town like yeah. right there in the valley or whatever it's pretty cool um it's a weird south park like town really like, yeah See, we, did, we were only there for like two days, so I didn't really have time to explore all of it. But uh, I remember there was this one little town that I went to and um, I had a free day and Katie was doing stuff with the wedding that we were there for. And um, so I was flying solo and I just went and mm. found this neat little town and went and hiked around. I was like, dude, this is so cool.
2: It's oh yeah, it's cool. great. Did it. you go by the Coors factory?
0: No, I saw it, but I didn't actually, I, I heard they give I like free either. tours and stuff.
2: Yeah, they give free tours with free beer. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know about the free beer part. I think you get like three per tour. Really? Yeah, something like that. And I was like, damn, do we should go? And, like, everybody that uh, was there was, like, over it. They didn't want to do that. Okay. But, I mean, we were, like, hiking around there. I saw deer. Saw coyotes. Saw all kinds of crazy birds and shit like that. My buddy Robbie had, like, a fly fishing store uh, in downtown Golden. And had, like, a... I want to say it was like an eight or nine thousand dollar fly fishing rod, which I didn't know was a thing that dude, existed. Dude. Yeah, and he's just like in the middle of downtown, just like in traffic. It's like <laughs> slinging this fly. Like, oh, just down the street, like thirty, forty yards, and it's just, just like testing it out. Yeah, it's just curling perfectly above the road, and then it just like the fly drops, and and then he'll like. A car will come, and he's just, like, holding the rod down, and the, the line's, like, Let in the road. Yeah, yeah, they're just driving <laughs> over it. And they're looking at him, like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, get out of the way. Come on. <laughs> and then he just goes again, just having a ball. It was amazing. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. I uh, warped my rotors somewhere in the Midwest. like uh, a bunch of people were doing something bad in front of me, and everyone had to slam on their brakes. And my van was, like, fully loaded. Really? So, like, it warped my brakes to where it was, like, violently shaking. Now, Every where did you buy this this van that you took out there? I want to say it was on Craigslist. Uh, something, like, I just found but it. But you felt I confident enough, dude. like, I'm going to load all my stuff into this and
0: drive it across it the country.
2: It was very sketchy at first, and then he, like, uh, he finally found the uh, service records for it, and it was, like, fleet-maintained. I think it was, like, a sheriff's vehicle that they used to, like, transport prisoners or um, inmates or something like that, like, in between facilities. So it had like a bunch of highway miles on it and was like meticulously taken care of. Like I I had a couple of like small things like the the back fan went out and I think it was because I was living in it with a dog. and It just got junked up with yeah. dog hair and stuff. But um, me- mechanically the thing was perfect. It never okay. gave me any trouble. No, so you felt good about it? Oh yeah, dude. You totally.
0: But the intention was never to live in it? No, not at all. Okay. Uh, so you get out there and yeah. you got a place to stay and of course the whatever the yeah. deal with the lease so Yeah
2: so my buddies just have places to move and crash with or whatever and I just like started getting like my social wheels How long me. have you been there at this point? A year and a month. Okay so you
0: you've been there a while. Yeah but it's like
2: really point. hard to move somewhere and then like create a new life. Sure and that uh, was well, just starting yeah. like one of the dudes I'd met like one time before like I met him one time before I moved in. And That's we had, pretty crazy. Yeah, and I still talk to both of those guys to this day uh, fairly regularly. Um, and, like, when I moved to Oakland, like, they all ended up moving to the Bay. They both moved to San Francisco, and then one moved from San Francisco to Oakland. And, like, we've always been homies. But they had places to move is the point of the story, and I did not. So I was like, cool, I'll just crash in my van for a month, and then, like, I'll figure it out. And, like... Someone threw a couch out on the alley, and I like <laughs> checked for bed bugs, and then just put it in my van, and that's where I slept. You put a couch in your now? You still had the bed in the back though, right? No, it was in storage at my old house. Like it was just kind of like sitting up against the wall, and I had a couple of other things. Oh, like, so you pulled the bed out? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it was. I mean, when you say bed, it's like uh, you built a piece it of plywood <laughs> with a two by four legs, and then a piece of carpet on top. I saw
0: it right before you left, and I was like, "Oh, this looks like a bed." Yeah, it qualifies.
2: (laughs) Yeah, before I left, it was good. I had like a futon mattress that actually slept really well. It's like a good density foam mattress. Um, so you throw the bed out, you get the the curb couch. (laughs) Yeah, dude, it was super comfortable. I hope so. Yeah, I would like take the back cushions and like put them on the ground next to it. Like me and Levi, like slept great. Just like now, what kind of dog is Levi? He's a brown dog. He's a brown dog, yeah. but he's
0: like a big brown. I know. Yeah, you, he's like 90 pounds. Levi, but he's like a 90 pound dog. You're living in your van. Yeah. With the curb couch.
2: Yeah. Okay. I, I did have friends that I could like crash with, and I had a gym membership, so I had showers. And I was like going okay. to a climbing gym. Okay, cool. So I could go in there and like hang out and like use their AC or whatever, and like you know, chill. Like I had, I had it pretty, pretty well. Especially in Sacramento, because I had, like, lots of friends, and I was working at a bar at the time that closed at 2, and so I'd get out of there at, like, 3 after cleaning up, and I had lots of friends that would stay up late partying uh, in many different ways, and they, like, most of the time, like, I would park, like, across the street, because it was by a park that I could let Levi run around, like, off-leash, and there was lots of big trees, so it was, like, shaded, so, I wouldn't have to like crank my van and run the AC because Sacramento is hot as shit. Really? Yeah. Like, the whole
0: time I was there, it just rained nonstop. It was kind of chilly. I think I came around yeah. like this. The winters suck
2: yeah. and the summers are kind of miserable unless, like, 100 degrees there is like our 90. Like, right. if you go outside, you're going to be uncomfortable. But if you have shorts and you can find shade and a little bit of breeze there, like, you're fine. 90 doesn't is not a big deal. 115 is like when it's 100 here and there's just. No escaping the suck outside of terrible. Dude. Yeah. So I lived through that in Sacramento. How long were you in, in Sacramento? Two years. So Two I lived years. in my van for a year. A year? Yeah. Dude. That's and I was, wild. Yeah. I was working like a, a bar job at like a gay leather bar um, called The Bolt. Uh, okay. One of the best. One of the best bars I've ever One been to. One of the best bars. I, yeah, I, love I it. visited
0: that bar when I came to visit you. Actually, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it assume. was something else. <laughs> I was there for a brief time, and I got What's out up, of there Kenny? before it got too late. But uh, so yeah, you were working there and then living in the van, and, and you said you were there for a year after the leasing yeah. apartment.
2: So I was living in my van for a year, and I had like a couple of jobs, and then I kind of dwindled down to like two days a week at the bar. And I wasn't really doing much. I could, I was like floating, but like couldn't save up enough money to get a place. But I wasn't like going broke either. So I was like kind of just coasting, like trying to figure something else out. And then I had a buddy uh, that like invited me to go do something in Oakland, and we ended up staying at like one of her friend's house, and uh, that we went to a bar. Like right after he got off work and he was just complaining about how stupid the people were that he had to fire the next day or that. No, he had to he had to fire him that day. Uh, And it sucked because they weren't bad at their job or they weren't bad people. He liked them as people, but they were just really bad at their jobs. And no matter what he tried, they would not get better. And I jokingly said completely facetiously like, oh, cool, you're hiring. And he's like, dude, I will fucking hire you right now. And I thought he was joking. I still thought this was a joke for like ten minutes, and then re- I finally realized, like, oh shit, he's serious. I don't have shit else better to do. like yeah, met this guy. This is the first time. Star. Yeah, we yeah. we had been hanging out for like ten minutes when we started talking about like m- him hiring me jokingly. So twenty minutes into the conversation, I'm like, okay, I might actually m- come to Oakland and work. And I lived in my van. And it's only like an hour and a half drive. So as long as I would do it at night, I wouldn't really have to worry about traffic. So I would work at the Bolt. and So you are bouncing between Oakland yeah, and yeah. Sacramento. And I was working there like three days a week in Oakland. And I would crash in their house or just sleep in the van, which is what I was normally doing. And they had a dog, and she and Levi were really good friends. And they had like a fenced-in yard. And then I eventually, like, I did that for a while. And I was just making more money, and they wanted me to go full-time. And it was just not it was slowly becoming not worth my time to go back and forth, and so I just kind of like pulled out of Sacramento, uh, and moved into Oakland. And I moved into like the front house on their property, and so they actually
0: had a place for you. To crash, yeah, one like one dude, uh,
2: my buddy Michael moved in uh, to an ambulance that his buddy Ian was what? like. <laughs> Yeah, he was in South dude, America or Central anything. America. I'm He's pretty same. I know someone who's learning. converting oh, an ice cream truck house,
1: right now, actually. So
2: sick. Did you see the new uh, RZA ice cream, ice cream truck song? No. There's like a new jingle that he made because the old one has like a lot of racist roots. So, oh really? Yeah. So he just like made a new jingle that's like free in perpetuity. So like everyone and every ice cream truck or whatever can use it for free and. Oh dude.
0: okay. Yeah, dude. But, uh, well, I didn't li- I didn't realize <coughs> people were living in ice cream trucks and stuff. I guess you can convert anything.
2: Like, yeah, hey, you can convert
1: anything into a tiny home. Oh, I yeah,
2: know. for sure. I mean, if you want to live in, like, a litter box, you- there's sure, somebody, you somewhere sure somebody's somewhere. somebody got a YouTube video living in a litter box. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, he. so he moved in to this ambulance with his buddy, and they were, like, driving around, like, Nicaragua and Costa Rica and, like, all these, like, Central and Southern American oh, dude. countries. Yeah, and rare. he had been – that dude had been gone for, like, six or eight months prior – and then he stayed with him for three. It was supposed to be three months. And then it ended up being like five. And he said he was like not going to come back. And like I was kind of he like, man, I'm loving cause it. I was loving like him, uh, his brother and I like, got along really well. And like uh, I didn't say at that time I had like a lot of my bad habits under control, but I, I, I adopted a lot of good new habits. Like I was juicing, like making. Juice, like oh, like juice, like okay. smoothies or whatever. Juice, I was like, juice Juicing, get... what are you talking about? Yeah, dude, can't you see the roids? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know what kind of juice? And we were talking about there, no, the good kind, uh, but like, was doing that. And like, well, what would bad have, habits like, we did we you... make dinner for each other? And just like, I was doing a lot more like grown up shit, okay. And then, like, that's always good. The brothers swapped and like, he moved back, and I swapped rooms. And then, uh, living with the other brother, it was like Costa Rica, brother, yeah, it was like. Uh, a bartender in San Francisco and he would come home at like four o'clock in the morning with like three or four of his like drug coworkers and they would be partying and like staying up late doing uh, oh, allegedly illegal things until like six, seven o'clock in the morning. And I'm just like, cool. Uh yeah, I guess I'll have a glass of whiskey. And they would like, it was like a really, really nice whiskey bar too. And so they would bring home like $200 bottles of whiskey Shit, I would never get to try again, and I'm just like, okay, okay, cool. And I had like my little rocks glass, and then we had like big cubes in the freezer, and so I would like just I would be almost asleep, dude. There's a couple of times I'd fall asleep on the couch, and then the, they would stumble in. So it was like the opposite. It was like a bunch of like bad influence kind of stuff. Gotcha. And uh, and then the other brother moved back in, and then I moved back into the van. And at this point, I think I had four jobs.
0: You had four jobs. Yeah, there. so I was working So for when the, the other
2: brother came back,
0: he's basically like, I need my room back. Yeah. Okay.
2: He was saying he wasn't going to come back, and I was like... So you're okay, just like that's floating, like, oh, cool, I'll cover dude. your rent, cool, what's yeah, up? Yeah, dude, I had like, I had a place in Oakland for like eight, $900 for a bedroom and a house with a fenced-in yard, and I knew everyone who lived on the property and was like cool with them. What's and,
0: typical rent in Oakland?
2: Not that dog. Not that. Uh, a, lot, a lot worse. I can imagine it's probably it's super like rough. they all moved out, and like right now they would probably put a case of you know like a new layer of paint across the inside and outside of those houses, and then it's probably sixteen hundred dollars for that bedroom because it's right. like super super close to the bridge, super centrally located as far as Oakland. It's like right off of San Pablo, which is the main drag. It's kind of like university here, where it just like it's a thoroughfare. So like, any commute was pretty convenient for me at that point. Now you said when you were in Sacramento before you moved to Oakland that mm-hmm. the rent prices were just going through the roof.
0: Was there yeah, anything were... particular that was leading to that, or is that just the way big cities go?
2: Um, there was a lot of things. Like San Francisco was like a um, a microcosm for what was happening all across the country as far as like rent and like. It Well, I heard San Francisco's got some of the highest rent in the oh, world. For sure. Yeah. Or it's definitely, definitely the definitely country. In, it's definitely the highest in the country. It passed in New York like five years ago, I think. God, that's crazy. And uh it um so San Francisco, like all the the tech boom right. was kind of like the driving force behind it. But that's kind of the history of San Francisco is like it's constantly evolving and changing and you know, it was the hippies and then like it was like a gay mecca for a long time and then uh like tech kind of came after that. There's probably something else in there that I've missed or don't remember, but um either way, it's a yeah. really popular so, place. Like, tech <laughs> tech made it happen of really fast too because there was so much money in it, and San Francisco is a cool place to be. It's the biggest city next to like Silicon Valley, um, like Palo Alto and all that stuff. So like that's where all the people who had a shitload of money wanted to go live and they would, to the point where there's like google buses like big giant charter buses that are just all white and it's like google and other like big tech companies will just like bus in from other cities like a free commute and you just get on the bus go sleep or do your work or you know whatever they all have wi-fi and all this other stuff and so it happened in san francisco first and then it flooded out into like east bay and south bay and north bay and then it just slowly made its way to sacramento Was that people that kind of fled of like okay i want to stay close but this is.
0: It seemed it. like when I was out there visiting you in Sacramento, um, a lot of the people that I met. That was one of the overarching themes of basically every conversation it was like, "Man, I can't believe how high, you know, rent's getting." And blah blah blah. And yeah. I knew you had only had like a week left, you know, before your lease was up, and you were gonna have to find somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just heard a lot of people complaining about the rent there and stuff. And yeah. I'm sure it's only gotten worse. You probably heard a bunch of people talking shit about tech too. That and they didn't they build like we went to this uh, this new stadium thing they had just completed for like the basketball team there. Oh was, yeah, like, yeah big, the new King Stadium. Yes, yeah. yes. And they said they
2: attributed to that. I heard a couple of guys like,
0: "Oh, we got this new stadium, and that's what's driving the rent up for everybody." I, yeah, I don't I, know.
2: yeah. They would. It was being gentrified pretty fast. Yeah. Okay. I guess uh, that's the word. And it's kind of like I was really sad to see Birmingham doing the same thing, where it's just like a bunch of like. Kind of ugly condo buildings going up.
0: Yeah, they're actually building a new one um, <laughs> right over in uh, right right in the main drag of Avondale where there's two houses, those big houses burned down. Oh, yeah, I sure saw that on the way over here. I, I saw a thing on Beeham now that says um, they're going to build some multi-condo building. <sighs> Man. Like we Just don't have enough copy, those. Copy, paste. All of
1: Copy-paste. All downtown's that way now.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. is going up there.
1: Like when work. we started at Holt, to now not working at Holt, driving downtown, it's like I don't recognize some of the some of the. Yeah,
2: the, all of the, like view that has been like grass for as long as I can remember is like unrecognizable. No, and I remember when my buddies used to have like their old motorcycle shop over on Fourth, which is like was that the? That's right next yeah. to us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's
1: converted uh, into they, something else now. It's we like used to, a... to do like
2: wheelies and dumb shit on that road all the time, and it's like. A fairly main drag, but at 10 p.m. there was just nothing over there. So oh man, that
1: that Porsche shop. Yeah, They'd dude. Fourth
2: Aston is a sure.
0: is a pretty main throughway, I guess, to get from like yeah, downtown definitely.
2: over into yeah. The I mean, east its side, you know, like because like,
0: they've repaved it all. And, oh, kind of, it's so
2: nice now. There's condos going up everywhere. Speaking of Miata, that thing does not like bumps at all. It's, <laughs> it's stiff. It, oh yeah, and the wheels are like like your Honda. Yeah.
0: I sold my Honda, by the way. Whoa, really? Yeah. When did you sell that? I sold it, God, probably a month, a month ago. ago. It was uh Hell yeah, dude. It was a 94 Honda Civic hatchback. hmm And I sold it, and it got two grand for that thing. Holy man. shit. I paid three for that one. Dude, it's I couldn't O2. believe it. 300,000 miles? Um, it had over 300,000 miles. Over 300,000 miles. Yeah. I drove it to California. I drove it to... I remember. Uh, uh, ...Santa Monica. Right mm-hmm. back.
2: Yeah. Is that when you went with Randy and Zach, or y'all flew that time? No, we flew. Um, yeah, because I ended up sleeping outside. I was yeah. going to say,
1: is that the time y'all slept in cardboard boxes? Yes. <laughs> that, that was the first time Can we time talk I about that?
2: <laughs> yeah, dude. Let's put you on the spot in California. So, I mean, briefly, Tell that story. I don't have a what lot was of the, stories. Because
1: you said you flew out there with no plan at all or something, or it fell through when you got there. Yeah, so
0: some buddies of mine, I'm still in college at this point, and we had the idea to go out. I got invited by a friend of mine I'd met. And he said he traveled out there all the time. He was like, Hey man, go with me, I'll find you a place to stay, don't worry about it And I was broke, didn't have any money. And um I scrounged up enough money to buy a plane ticket and had my backpack and my skateboard and stuff and we flew out there and and as soon as we got there, we quickly realized we had, like, nowhere to go. You know what <laughs> I mean? That's like, such
2: a startling realization. I know, man. Like, we <laughs> got there, and we, like,
0: found this little taco place, and we were all hanging out and having a good time. And then it started to get dark, and I was like, okay, what's the plan? And um, the, I don't know, To long story short, the guy that we were with, he basically didn't really have a plan, you know, <laughs> as much as I thought he did. And so we ended up just kind of wandering around... Uh, Venice Beach for most of the night until we were just too tired and then uh, we found a cardboard box and <laughs> piled up in a in a a bush and went to sleep or tried to sleep it was so cold man that was what I didn't expect Yeah, it got dark I think it was in the summertime we went out there but man when it got dark it was freezing oh yeah and I only had like a I don't, I don't even know if I packed a hoodie you know the next day I went and bought a jacket I, so, <laughs> I just remember being so
2: miserably cold yeah, and then um, after that, especially we, on that coast, because like that water is always fifty degrees or. Colder. Oh
0: yeah, the water was freezing. Beach so you was just have like we
2: had moist air just all
0: over you. Um, but yeah, that was kind of a start of the realization, and uh, I realized <laughs> I didn't have much money. You know, we couldn't like afford a hotel or anything, and so yeah, we found like a few hostels to stay in that mm-hmm. were pretty cheap, and um, you know, we tried to stay at some buddies' places, but they were like, no, nah, we can't." For whatever reason, and then um, after that, I think I remember calling uh, the airline and uh, changing. My, I was scheduled to leave like on a Tuesday, and mm-hmm. I called the airline. I was like, "Is there any way I can get it pushed forward? Oh, I want to get. <laughs> I got to get here. the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I can't. I can't live on the street for a week. I'm gonna run out of money and starve to death. And so, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they actually changed my flight. Like pushed it like three days earlier. And oh, sick. Was able to get out of there. I think the last night we were there with the friends that I went with, we all pit, threw our money in together, and we were able to get like a little cheap motel. Oh, nice. And and then after that, we hopped on a plane the next day and flew home. And then I got sick with the flu. So there? I, think, I think I got sick with the flu while I was there. I don't know if that's due to sleeping on the ground or, or what it was.
2: But so I what you're saying is you brought corona back this was ten years <laughs> From ago. California, this was way 10 years before, before ago. Corona. You it's started been, Corona. When did you go to Wuhan? This whole time. I know
0: it's been incubating this whole time. It's my fault. Who but. let you go to China? Right. right. <laughs> but uh,
1: but even after all that, going back to your car a few years later, you drove out for an internship in California. You just yeah. had to go back to live. And well,
0: it was fun, man. You know, it's just, it's a different oh, yeah. world, and growing up skateboarding, and, and always having it's this idea. It's a skateboarding mecca. Yeah, yeah. Where here, it's like, you know, it's not as celebrated, I guess. No, dude, not at all. All
2: our sidewalks and roads are so shitty, too. Yeah, like You just, can't use it for transportation. It's just different culture. And yeah. So, getting out
0: there, it was, like, the weather was awesome, at least during the day, and yeah, you, know, you have a place to stay, it's nice, and,
2: when I lived in, Sa- in Sacramento, it's so flat, and all the roads and sidewalks are so nice that I had, like, a shitty penny board. Like, it was like a stereo board, whatever. I mean, it was decent. I think you have one. Yeah, it's this, yeah, this exact board. I had one of these, and I would skate that all over Midtown. Yeah. And it's roughly the same size as Birmingham, like, downtown, like, south side and north side. It's fucking huge, but I would skate that little thing everywhere. And it's so flexible and like just seems like such a bad idea, but like only one time did I ever have a problem. And every now, other time now like,
0: dude, didn't good. you have like a major wipeout? Or oh, something? dude, yeah. Like I saw. Some I picture. woke up on the sidewalk, dude. That picture was What happened? Okay, so I saw a photo that popped up on Instagram that showed that like your whole side of your face
2: was swollen and bleeding or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. You'd snapped a photo. I ate
0: shit. It looked like somebody hit
2: you with a crowbar. Yeah, I mean it was bad. Like nailed to a two by four. (laughs) So that was a skateboard accident. I'm pretty sure it could have been a car accident. I don't know. I literally have no idea. You don't remember? I woke up on the sidewalk, and I didn't realize anyone was around me. It was like 10 p.m. I'd had like two drinks. I I was totally fine. Uh, I maybe I just like hit a rock and got wheel bite or something. Yeah. I don't know, maybe hit a crack or just like wasn't paying attention. I mean, I could have been like trying to roll a cigarette and like looking at my phone at the same time. There's really no telling what, but I had never like, I'd like stumbled off of that board a couple of times and like maybe had to put my hands down twice, but like never, I never really skated it hard enough to like eat shit. Right. And I just woke up on the sidewalk and yelled, what the fuck just happened? And some guy that I didn't know was there was like 10 feet away from me, like over here was just like, oh, uh, hey, man, is that your skateboard? And I was like, oh, yeah, thanks. And, like, my brain is still reeling so hard. I don't realize that, like, all the blood on my face and the the blood on the ground, like, that guy should have been, had a different reaction than, oh, hey, man, is that your skateboard? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it just did not give <laughs> a shit. one call 911 real quick. Yeah, like, hey, are you all right? Your face is bleeding. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the thing that's not supposed to bleed is definitely bleeding, dog. Oh, my God. Like, did you, are you okay? Like, I have no idea. Like, it was in the edge of, like, the road and the sidewalk. My sidewalk or my skateboard was, like, in the gutter on the road. And so I just, like, picked up my skateboard and, like, skated back to my car. I was, like, two blocks away. I have no idea what happened. Nobody else was with me. Went home, went to sleep with a concussion. I've been told you're not supposed to do that. I really don't Were you, know the mechanism You know you had a concussion? It. Oh, dude, yeah. Okay, for sure. I mean, it looked like it, but yeah. I mean, my whole eye was like black from the blood, like the white part was not oh, white dude, anymore. So it, it like started over here and just like eventually spread. And like when it got around my whole eye, it started turning red. Did you go like get checked out? By, Fuck like, a no, physician? dude, no? I don't have insurance. I'm not, I can't afford that. Like, I was barely making it. You
0: sent a picture to mom and it's like, hey, dude, no, this I just, bad? Posted <laughs> just posted on Instagram, you just on social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude, I did. hey let me see
2: what my friends think yeah so like i woke up that was great um i felt fortunate for that one later but uh i called my boss and i was like hey man i don't know what happened but like i fell on a skateboard and like hit my head really hard like i've got like <laughs> road rash all down my face my eyes like completely like starting to black out it's like half black like i can't come to work today and he was like, "Dude, you got to come to work. You can't. I uh, can't get anybody to like cover for you. Whatever. It's too late. Blah blah blah." blah. And I was like, Bo, okay." And I'm still spaced the fuck out, dude. I have no idea what's going on. So I'm like, "All right, cool. I'll go to work." So I drive to work, and I open up the restaurant, and like somebody from the kitchen was like, "Dude, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Did you get hit by a car?" And I was like, ah, "Maybe. I'm not sure." I Did woke up on the ground car? in a pool of my own blood. Oh, my God. And then he showed up at, like, I got there at 9.30, opened at 10 or something like that. And he got there at, like, 11.30 or 12. So I'd been there for, like, an hour and a half. And I spent most of the day, like, this. Just like, uh, somebody would walk in, I oh, think I was an employee. And I would, like, go, but just put my head down the whole time. Mm-hmm. As soon as I got the bar, like, as minimally open as possible. Like, I could make 30 drinks without having to, like, redo something. It was just... If this is enough. Fuck it. And he showed up, and he was just like, "What are you doing?" Oh my god, dude. Uh, shit. Go home. And I was like, "Yeah, this is what I was talking about on the fucking phone earlier. Like, why am I here?" Dude, and that's uh, crazy, man. Yeah. So like, six months later. Uh, yeah. Speaking of good time, great oldies. Uh, Randy and uh Banditos were in town, and they played in Oakland. And then they played in San Francisco the next night. And so I met them in Oakland. We hung out and we like partied and I was supposed to work that next day. And I like, I woke up at like, this is eight, right after the, yeah, this the is like accident. a couple months later. Oh, this is months later. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And, uh, Randy was like, what are you doing? Like we slept in my van that night. Cause like the place that they were supposed to stay. Everyone kept coming down the hill, and it was a pretty steep hill, so we weren't going to go investigate. But, like, everybody kept coming down and saying, yeah, all the beds and couches are full. Like, if you want to sleep on the floor, there's no air mattresses or anything. Like, Danny's sleeping in the, in the van or whatever. And so we were like, all right, cool. We're not even going to go up there. Like, everybody's asleep, whatever. And so we just, like, sat in my van and drank whiskey until, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. Then I woke up at 9 and, like, called my boss and was like, watch this. <clears throat> hey man, I, I can't just totally fake sick or whatever, like, it felt off. so righteous in my heart. I'm like, you fucking owe me one and now I'm cashing <laughs> in. And he was like, yeah, 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 totally cool, man, totally cool, whatever, didn't question it at all and Randy just looks at me and I was like, you want a shot? <laughs> we, I think we did a shot that morning and then I just like partied with them in San Francisco and it was great. I hated that job. I'm not gonna say the manager of the, the place but like, they played the worst fucking, it was like 90s alternative and not even like the good shit, like, the shit that was beat to death when we were kids on 107.7 x with Coyote J. DX, DX, 1077, yes, and customer <clears throat> complaints like, "Hey, change the music, change the music." You so, know. is this why you're living in Oakland? This was in San Francisco before I lived in Oakland. I ended okay. up being friends with those people that they stayed with that night, and like we walked up, we walked up to go like go to the bathroom and like brush our teeth and kind of hang out and talk for a little bit before we went to SF the next day. And I ended up being really good friends with, like, uh, that was uh, Desiree Cannon, and um, I'm totally blanking on her name, but the Long Road Society is, like, the record label. Um
0: those oh, so they're all, like, artists and stuff. Yeah, exactly.
2: Um, oh, It's killing me that I can't think of her name, but it'll come That'd to me come in a minute. I'll just yell it into the microphone.
0: So... um. You're in Oakland. Uh-huh. You've got a semi-full-time position at a place. And you said at this time you were kind
2: of balancing like four jobs. Yeah. It, all it,
0: like bartender-type jobs? And stuff no, not at all. Just
2: um, so I was doing uh, – I had a door shift at a beer bar in San Francisco in the Mission. Um, I was working at the AV place. Do it, I was like their fleet manager. So I was like taking care of like – the five or six vans, like a box truck that we had, a big AB company. Okay, the small AB company, but yeah. <laughs> Salut. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like doing that. Um, I was working in a weed warehouse in Oakland, and um, what was the fourth one? Oh, uh, just doing like general contracting, demo, paint, drywall, uh, installing fences. Just random shit. Whatever. Yeah, Uh, shaving big like two hundred pound doors and like really old Berkeley apartment buildings because the whole building's like doing this and this door's not doing that, so so it wouldn't close. We gotta make this door yeah work again because the building's
0: about to fall over.
2: Yeah, they wanted us to change the direction because it was like they put a bike rack behind it. And instead of just putting a doorstop on the floor, which is one fucking no no, no. let's have the, the door ground. swing in. <laughs> yeah, 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 let's take the door off the hinges and put them on the other side so the door swings out instead. Yeah, it was not cool. Anyway, um, yeah, so I had like four jobs, like bebopping around town, um, and I don't know. I kind of made it work for a while, but after a while, it just it wasn't worth it. How long were you in Oakland? Uh, uh, almost. Two years. I spent one of this one summer at uh, like a small river town uh, uh, up in Feather River Canyon called Polga. Polga. Yeah, P U L G A. It's like a privately owned, like corporate retreat town. Like it used to be, like gold mining town that was like turned into a, like a commune kind of thing by the beatniks in the fifties. And it has like so much history. I can't even. I'm not even gonna try and like do it justice, but pretty cool yeah anyways, it was like half a mile from the campfire like where it started what is that uh the campfire is the one in california that burned down like oh oh, oh yeah yeah, like yeah the, yeah. Really okay, bad the one big fires and stuff yeah i think yeah. that was two years ago now
0: how close yeah
2: man okay and i half forgot a mile. all about those like
0: giant you were yeah, half wildfires
2: yeah and like it was super lucky like it it kind of jumped over the town like it's in its own little small canyon in the side of the canyon and so and it has a creek that runs uh, almost year round or most years year round and uh, it just kind of like hopped over most of it but you were there when that happened no I okay. moved there shortly after to like help with rebuilding like some of the structures burned down unfortunately like her house the woman who owned it Betsy uh, her house burned down so it like she lost like a lot of like precious like sentimental things oh sure yeah, yeah.
0: lose your house man I mean, that's terrible but how close where were you when the
2: or how close when you, said was, you were a half mile i was in oakland uh polga is half a mile from where the campfire started gotcha that's where i moved there after the campfire i was in oakland when it happened and like we were like three hours away and couldn't breathe like it was the smoke and yeah stuff. it's like Dude. if you if you had a 10-foot-tall bonfire in your basement right now, in here. <laughs> and that's about what it was like outside. Like, Dude, that's just, crazy, man. Yeah, you couldn't see, you couldn't breathe. I don't know if you've ever been in a place that's been, like, maced or, like, maces going off, or it just, like, fucks with your eyes, and it's it was like it was like that, and, like, we didn't even have it that bad. Uh, I do remember
0: driving through the desert when there was a big uh, wildfire coming back from Zion. Mm-hmm. It, was it was in Arizona. It was in Arizona. And we thought they were going to have the main highway closed due to the fire, but luckily they didn't. But I remember we camped that night, and it was just like the wildest sunset I'd ever seen. Oh, just due yeah. to all the smoke, you know? Yeah, lots really of light
2: man. play around in the sky.
0: So, uh, closest I've ever been to like a wildfire, brush fire, whatever you call it. Yeah, I've never. Um, we don't really have those around here. <laughs> it not that. Yeah. Tornadoes and other didn't things. Didn't
2: those. Kids like set one b- over behind y'all's old house. Oh yeah, in Pleasant Grove. Yeah, I heard about that
0: in the news. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the place we used to live in Pleasant Grove uh, was next to like a big like car junkyard. Yeah, and um, I think I read it. about that after. I yeah, hand me
1: one it. out of the door.
0: But I think I remember reading the news. <laughs> it was like years after we had already gone. Um, <laughs> yes, that uh, already
1: on it. Oh yeah. Sorry, you're talking right now. No, that's fine. <laughs> But that was years after we moved moved out of there. Mm-hmm. Pleasant Grove, man, has seen so many how, like three or four tornadoes. Then the big tornado after the we moved. Big
0: tornado, yeah, that like mowed
2: it down. And then um, so Mr. your, your parent's old house, house is gone. No, 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 my whole house is uh, fine. But like... that was, wasn't even the big one. The big one was in '98,
0: the F5. Yeah, the F5, but the one that went right through the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like um, it didn't. It didn't touch my old house, but it did uh, like my grandfather's apartment that he was living in at the time. Luckily, he had moved across town to be closer to my parents, but the place he was staying in, it totally took it out. Yeah, I was like, dude, I'm yeah, glad you weren't still living here. That's crazy. Thank you. Yeah, of course.
2: Um, it's like you how went. you make your guests work. I know.
1: I was like, <laughs> I told you you're in the hot seat to tonight. <laughs>
0: Look, man, that was the only working place we could have the fridge. So, um, it could be right here. It'll be an arcade paragraph. machine before long. Yeah, we'll move it and put like a Pac Man machine or something there. Oh,
2: that's a perfect spot for that. I think so. I
0: think it'd be cool. Yeah, you have a lot of
2: fun shit on the walls. I'm digging it. I tried to make X-Men it interesting.
0: Comics. You know, we'll try to. Yeah, X Men comics I didn't cut up and, and put everywhere. I was. Yeah, I would be mad at you if it did that. Uh, but some of these other cheaper comics, though. I Googled them first to make sure they weren't worth anything.
2: <laughs> Smart man. I cut them apart. So, is this were you Mortal there for Kombat? that
1: when we got all those old comics when we were kids? Were you a part of the whole pricing process of that? We lived in Pleasant Grove, and we, we got...
2: I don't think I was part of that one. Uh, I don't think okay.
1: so. Then never mind.
0: We used to have <laughs> I mean, boxes, talk about it. boxes of comic books. I don't, where did we get them? I don't we really got know. them
1: from a family friend through mom. He just had them and collected them and then he either he just, gave them all to her he gave them to her he yeah gave them to her. he was like these will be worth something one day like hold on like as a, as an investment mm-hmm. so i just remember i was younger at the time but our entire living room was just comic books everywhere oh, we like were going stacking through, and organizing everything and pricing putting prices on everything
2: yeah yeah were any was, of them like actually worth big money i don't not, I don't. Not remember. that I remember.
1: <laughs> this one's worth four uh, dollars. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. Most but, of I mean, them are worth like six hundred of them that are like worth a dollar.
0: But it, it just to ma- it just matters on how much time you have to like try to sell them all. Oh
2: yeah, for sure. And
1: this was what two thousand.
0: This is early, yeah, early two thousands.
2: Yeah. So
1: eBay is not like it super wasn't. Big yeah, though. I don't even know yeah. if we had
2: home computers. At the time. Do you still have them or did you sell them all? I don't know. I think David, my
0: uncle, got them. And he was the idea was that yeah he was gonna get them and sell them and I'm Mm -hmm. not sure what happened really. But I knew I went through his walls. Well, I went through (laughs) the X Men comics. Came from that collection, so I got all the X Men comics, and then I got all the uh, the Sin City comics. It was right around the time that Sin City, the first Sin City movie came out. Oh yeah. And so. that was how I got introduced to Sin City, was through the movie, and then I learned about it being a comic before that, and Frank Miller and all that. Mm-hmm. And so I went through, and he had like a... I've got an entire series that was in the movie, the first movie. Oh, shit. And it's like a six-part comic series, and I've got all of them. Whoa, well, that's rad. So I collected all those, and I collected X-Men, but I've never really like been into comics. So yeah, I was going to
2: ask, is it better than the movie?
0: I mean, I just left them in there. I think I read a couple of them, but... Yeah, yeah, the movie was definitely really cool. I think Robert Rodriguez did a good job.
2: So I uh, don't have too, too much ADD for comic books.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've tried to like... <laughs> some co-workers of mine like really into comics, but, you know, I just grabbed them because I knew they might be worth something and kind of use them for decorations, but that's about it. Yeah, that's good. I support that. So, cool. So, you're living in Oakland. You're balancing four jobs. It's not really... You're not really digging the vibes anymore. No, the whole place is burning down.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was just kind of like. You, were so, you
1: like a skydiver at one time?
2: Yeah, I did. Uh, when I was living in Sacramento, uh, it's like random. That like, is like the job. coolest thing you've ever Indoor done, skydiving. dude. Yeah.
0: What was the deal with that,
2: man? I lost my fucking mind when I got like the actual like got the job. Like I still had to go take like a uh, a physical test and like go talk with. The head instructor and the general manager of the place.
0: How much skydiving experience did you have before this? A big <laughs> fucking goose egg. <laughs>
2: None. So you found an ad on Craigslist? Yeah, it was something like that. Like I just found some shit online and was just like, Ooh, skydiving, oh, indoor cool. skydiving. Indoor skydiving. Okay, sure. Uh, and I've always wanted to do it. Like I saw my parents, like, went on vacation in Chattanooga one time and they did it. And it was like, it's. In the early days of like indoor like uh, wind tunnel skydiving and it's like clear now, like going through like the flight instructor or the the yeah, flight instructor school or whatever, that like they had no idea what they were doing. Like it's a wonder my parents are both still alive. Because really? they just have them in giant baggy suits, which is like much harder to control, much easier for the wind to like catch you and lift you up. Cause like the technology wasn't as good like now like just a big fan yeah so like the the way they have it now there's like all these big fans it out the ceiling baggy and, suit throw yeah. them in there man turn it fast now it's it on yeah now <laughs> it's like recycling floating. so uh, it's like 190 cool. miles an hour up that's crazy yeah. dude everything you know about physics just throw it out the fucking all right window. so
0: all right so there's an ad that or something you found online are they yeah. needing instructors yes. They're Needing people to yeah. instruct, so it's they're a four like, week training. Come join our thing, and we're going to train yeah. you how to From be a flight 4 a. instructor. 4 a.m.
2: to noon, or I think, yeah, I think it was like 4 a.m. to noon every day. Uh, because they can't close down the wind tunnel, otherwise, they like uh, they said that they spent like outrageous money on every like uh, Weird. person that goes through like fraud instructor school, like gets the training program. They spend like shitloads of money on like wind tunnel time and whatever. What did this cost to you? Nothing. I got paid. Really? Yeah. So I got they're paid paying like, you to do this. Yeah, I got paid like, I don't know, was it like fifteen dollars an hour or some Dude. shit. Dude, and uh, like I'm so broke at the time, like flat fucking broke. I'm having to borrow money for lunch. Like I'm riding with other people from Sacramento to the Bay because I had to do. You're it. gonna it like pay two hours. me
0: to get in a wind tunnel? Yeah. Deal. Dude, Sign me up, man. It's
2: like outrageously expensive for like. Uh, five minutes
0: yeah oh, I can't imagine what it takes How yeah. much energy you get like assume.
2: five one minute trips and it's like $100 or something so it's it's crazy And you can buy like bigger blocks of time or whatever and then there's people that are so good at it like you can see like YouTube videos of this shit and it's they it's make it look so easy it is not that easy I dare anyone to try that who thinks that's easy
0: so what's the what's the point like why so are they training you they're training
2: this? me to be the person inside to keep you the customer from dying so, is it just for this facility? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it's I mean, they have them all over the world. There's like okay. one in Dubai and like all these other places. So, they're like, like
0: hey, we just need somebody yeah. here. We need new
2: instructors. Yeah, well, they were supposed to be opening a new one in Sacramento. So, we were getting trained there, and then it was going to be a spread. And I was probably going to go back to the one in Sacramento. It was like Roseville, like a suburb of it. Okay. And uh, uh, I did it, and it was like everything I thought it could be. And then like super stressed out all this crazy shit and my instructors are telling me like two different things like it was if somebody like gets on their back which is like a really dangerous position uh oh, because so to give you an idea of like how crazy this is like imagine like standing up like you can't just stand there like this cuz your arms are and you're gonna, <laughs> you're going to go flying like okay. and if you're fucking I've never heavy, been in one so I yeah, don't know have you been you've been skydiving before, right? No, I've never. Oh, been you skydiving. haven't. No, okay, I've never done. It. Um, if you wearing like normal clothes or even like a form fitting suit to catch the least amount of air as possible, if you do this before you can put your hand back on your chest, your feet are above your head. You're fucking flipping in the air. It's just that fast. The wind's going up at like 150 to 190 miles an hour. Wow. Everything you know about physics does not exist in that wind tunnel. Okay. To walk forwards, you lean backwards because your back acts as a wing and pushes you. Oh, Great sound okay. Yeah. Uh, like, flying is so fucking hard. And so, like, as an instructor, the the job is to... You have to make, be good
0: enough to do your own thing yeah, yeah, while yeah.
2: also controlling someone who's, yeah. like, wigging so out. At the, at the, like, you go and you talk to people, you give them the safety briefing, you give them the suits and the earplugs and the goggles and the helmet, and then uh, you go into the wind tunnel and there's like a staging area. And then like you hop in and you tell them exactly how to do it. And then you hold on to them and you just basically you want to keep them flying and having as much fun as possible because you want them to come back and keep spending money. It's like a great business model. Sure. And to be honest, I mean, if you can afford it, it's fucking worth it. It sounds stupid. Like sounds stupid money wise, but it's fucking worth it. It's so much fun. It's fun. Yeah. Okay. It's amazing. You're flying. It's, You're flying because there's a giant fan shoving air up, but like you're flying.
0: So, you signed up for this, yeah, and you're you're going through
2: the school, yeah. So, what what was that like? Uh, intense, intense, yeah. They told us that they've had like army rangers not make it through, really, yeah. It was like, and I'm like super small, and like, I think. 280, 300 was like the max weight of people to do it. And I have to be able to do this. Like, they told me that, like, obviously, if they can, whatever, they'll put the bigger people with the bigger, like, customers or whatever. But, like, I have to be able to keep, like, a grown fucking man, like, that's 200 something pounds flailing around. Yeah. Just going crazy. Flying into the wall and breaking his neck. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And, like, it's, it happens so fast. Like, the, it was fun because the instructors were good enough at flying that they could fly like a customer and, like, be shaky or whatever. But they knew not to, And they to could like just, just dive, and it looked like they're dying. Like, it just looked like, oh, you're, that's bad. Like, it's like sitting there watching someone else do it, and they're just like, ah, and then just head straight down. And then if you don't catch them, if you fuck up, they know how to land to not get hurt. But it's scary. It's, like, scary to watch your the one dude who's in training with you that kind of sucks or whatever, it's scary, and I i didn't even like watching him go through that. Like especially <laughs> Much less going through being the dude yeah. that sucks. You have to, like, <laughs> catch them, and, like, you have to use the wind to catch them. So you have to, like, instead of, like, trying to hold their weight, you have to, like, spread their body out to, like, act so like the a wingle. kite. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And, like... So it's just, like, retraining like, your body. Yeah, and, and it was play? learning how to... I had to relearn how to walk. I had to learn how to, like... Carve. I still like. It looks stupid, like what I'm doing. But this is like. I'm pretty sure, this was like the way to. Not, it almost looks like a dab or something silly. So, like, you look dumb if you were just like standing just in a, a room. The wind yeah, in a way to like make your body exactly. Spin. It was something like this, and like you could use that to like. Because you have to everything. You're in once your feet leave the ground, you're in control of everything. And like, right. if you point your toe down, it's gonna change your whole body. Wow, it's fascinating. Like, go do it sometime. Like, I'm down to go do it with you. I don't know if there's any I don't know if there's here. any around. Probably yeah.
0: up in Tennessee or
2: something. Yeah. Touristy areas. So how long did you stick with that? Uh, For three weeks. And then uh, my instructors were telling me to do two different things, and I, like, lost my cool. And I screamed, fuck, really loud in the wind tunnel because I didn't think anyone could hear me. Spoiler. You can. <laughs> really? I, totally I would think you. it'd be super loud. Yeah, me too. You couldn't hear anything, even with earplugs. But uh, they were like, okay, kill it. Out, we got to go talk. I'm like, fuck. that was it, yeah. And well, yeah, and then it was over, okay. Still, that's pretty rad.
0: Fun while it lasts, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you get
2: paid for three
0: weeks to go try to, yeah. I spent so
2: like, I would pay, I would have had to pay like probably 10 grand to get the same amount of time, dude. That's
0: so awesome. Is there any like anybody taking
2: photos or video of you while you're doing it? Probably, I don't have any of those, though. You don't have them, man. That's no, we couldn't like. You could really have your phone and <laughs> <laughs> just shoots up or it goes like down and it just like falls like 70 feet and hits a bunch of fins and shit. We would like go in through like the, the tunnels and like clean out debris and like hair ties and all the shit that like just falls down mm-hmm. and you're like standing on like cables or like braided cables like, like crisscross or whatever. And we would change them, and then, like, there was a couple of people I worked with that were kind of, like, sketchy stoners, and you're like, man, I don't want him to be on cable duty. Like, I want to trust that shit today. <laughs> That's so wild. Yeah. Well, fun, man. So, how long before Oakland started to fizzle out? Um, I lived in that river town for a summer. I came back, and at that point, I was kind of just over it. And so, I got some of my old jobs back, um...
0: When you say came back, you mean you drove back to Oakland, south or back to Oakland? Yeah. Okay. And then
2: I spent like three months there. Two or three months. I think I moved back in like November. Uh, My mom flew out. I saved up enough cash to like drive back home. My mom flew out. Uh, We took another two-week trip across the country. Had uh, an amazing time. And then I, I got back like the day before Thanksgiving and my birthday. Okay, I got back on my birthday And Thanksgiving was the next day or something like that But I like showed up And I was like People were like what? Were you in town for the holiday? I was like no I moved back oh. And they're like what? And I'm like yeah it's my birthday And somehow I got drunk <laughs> I don't know how I went to a bunch of bars and told people it was my birthday And I just moved back to town And ended up fucked up
0: I think we met up with you There was like a show at Saturn or something not Yeah too long after I don't remember back. Um.
2: Oh yeah I think yeah that's right it was like a little bit after, a couple of days.
0: That's cool, man. And
2: yeah. then you destroyed your van. Yeah, and then I just totaled it. I mean, I was thinking about selling it anyway. It was cool, but it wasn't. I wanted to put in a lot more work than uh, a 20-year-old van with 300,000 miles and had a bunch of like little things to fix. Like I kind of just wanted to start over mm-hmm. and do something like his. Maybe not quite as big, but definitely something i could stand up in god damn i missed like oh, that, dude, was I'm sure that was the worst
0: dude i can't believe how long you did that with like we talked about it earlier but the your dog having a big dog in the van with you i yeah. can imagine man was there any time you were just like dude this is too much or yeah all
2: the time all the time <laughs> <laughs> i mean all the time especially in oakland like sacramento there's enough space that like I could take him to the river. Like, there's a river that runs, like, right on the outside of Midtown. Uh, when I was living in Sacramento, actually, there was an, another, like, natural disaster that almost happened. Like, the Oroville Dam, which is right around Polga too, uh, was, like, cracking and about to go. And if that dam went, like, the levees... We were already in, like, a hundred-year flood. Like, that was... And really yeah we were like we were like 20 years past the levees like i've I can't, I can't remember the exact mechanism behind how that works but there's like 100 year 200 year levees that they'll build and it's like okay every 100 years there's a flood that might be enough to or that would definitely take this out so like if we build it you know for 200 years we should be fine for 200 years or whatever, and it was like twenty years past what those levees <laughs> oh, were rated. Really? So it was yeah to be replaced. So if that dam went, like all those of Midtown was going to be nothing. flooded. Like it was probably ten feet from the top of the levee. At like the spot Dude. I would go swimming. Like there's like a thirty foot, like pretty steep downhill, and then you're on like a dirt path that's kind of like a fire road, and you would walk down the path and go to different spots on the river, and they're like sandy. Shore river, it's like super nice. it's just where people go to chill out because it's always so hot in the summer.
0: But the water was like at all time high. Dude,
2: it was like when you walked up to the hill, it was like, Oh shit, uh, let's go. <laughs> it was like there's like trees like to the end of your road, there was like that much distance that was just underwater. It's not normally. It was Dude. it was insane. And that was without the dam actually breaking. It was just like some cracks and just all the just water, water from everywhere else. In. Yeah. Dude. I moved there for the mild, dry winters and uh I when I moved there I ended the, the drought ended. I'm pretty sure I brought the water with me somehow and I was like pretty pissed there you about go. it. Rain man. Yeah. I hated it. It's just cold spitting, shitty rain all winter. That day that you came we walked around the park. It's a cool day. Like that really wasn't bad. But when it's every single day day. Well, it
0: was like for a solid... I mean I was only there like two or three days. Yeah. But I remember it was like that. All day from the time we got up till the time we went back. Yeah. Was like, Seasonal it's just depression. just rained just constantly. Like, what's the deal?
2: Yeah. So, it, like, winter just turns to, like, Portland or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. I hate it. So many other people like loved it. And the summers are kind of nice. I wish it would rain, like, uh, once or twice a month. Just like, okay, this Saturday it's going to rain. So don't plan anything outside. Yeah, yeah. If only we could get a more accurate scheme. Yeah. James Spann, get on that. Get on that. <laughs> Need to know. Isn't somebody in the government supposed to be controlling the weather? I think I they're doing
0: a pretty poor job. Yeah. So, um, when you came, you said you drove back with your mom, mm-hmm. did like a road trip on the way? Yeah. So, oh.
2: how was that? It was good, man. It was really good, surprisingly good. Okay. Cool. Uh, we are both very stubborn people. And I figured we were going to get into some.
0: Did y'all stay in like hotels along arguments. the way? No, you one slept in the van.
2: We slept in the van a that's couple times and man. then we just slept with friends.
0: Dude, that's cool. Um
2: I went and hung out with my buddy uh John who lives in Venice. Um and uh we didn't stay with them, but we just like hung out for a while and then uh, uh Venice so,
0: is a weird place. Yeah.
2: Sure. I think we ended up staying in the van that night. Or no, we stayed with another buddy. Uh and he was like super into, like, conspiracies and stuff, like, deep. And, like, some shit I've just, like, never even heard of and, like, still I don't understand how it makes sense, but he was, like, all about it and was just, like, telling me all this shit. And some of them are like, okay, yeah, dude, I kind of see what you're talking about. Like, you know, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, or it's, like, part of that and, like, there's some more truth over here that doesn't really have anything to do with it and, you know, it's not just... Yeah, no no no, it's all tied together, brother. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then like oh, I yeah. went on like a hike with him and like his roommates were home and they seemed pretty cool and normal or whatever and I was like, "Okay, cool. Like my buddy's just weird. And he's always been weird." Um he's a cool dude, but apparently his roommates were like off the deep end and my mom was like, "Get me the fuck out of this place." Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You're crashing with him? <laughs> She's like, "No. Yeah, no, nah, dude." it was so nice and like <laughs> Nothing like that. I just called him or like texted him or sent him an Instagram message or something and was just like, Hey, man, uh, we're in, I'm in LA with my mom. Looking like like, for a place to stay. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we can crash on your couch. He's like, Yeah, totally. And we hung out and like, he played music and we just like fucked off and like had a good time, but it's, it's Moms weird. It. Yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah, the I kind of someone. stuff that like I want that podcast for. The, Tales from the Road where it's just like the weird shit that happens or like Dude. that crazy outrageous stuff. It's crazy.
0: So now that you're back in the ham, uh, you've been back for what, a year? Almost. All right.
2: It doesn't feel that way with COVID, but yeah.
0: Any plans to take off and head back out to the West Coast?
2: Mm, not necessarily the West Coast, but yeah, as soon as I can.
0: Okay. You mod out a van like he did or uh, do something similar or just buy another
2: Craigslist kind of line and I don't know. Just trust it. That's like in the future. That's a that's a bridge I'm going to cross later. Okay. Uh right now I'm like working on the Miata. I want to get another motorcycle. Um and I want to like travel abroad. Anywhere in particular? Um I've always had like a, a curiosity about like Japan and the rest of like Southeast Asia and a friend of mine. Who well, maybe you can jump on a trip that we're talking about going on. <laughs> Just uh, maybe. What's up? Just He's got maybe. a buddy of
0: his. that's like all fascinated with, um, you know, Japanese culture and stuff. And they've been talking about trying to take a trip. Sick, Just, Hell uh, yeah. I'm
1: trying to get next year.
0: Height. So we've been Jones. watching like, <laughs>
1: dude, we watch, we
0: get on these tangents where we watch, uh, me and Katie. We'll, uh, we can't find anything else to watch on YouTube. Um, These, like, walkthroughs of downtown Japan. Dude, those are so good. It's, like, two-hour video of dude just walking around with a camera, and it's fascinating. Oh, yeah. It's so cool. And they'll go down all these little back alleys and stuff, especially around Tokyo. It's just nuts. Yeah, dude. It's so entertaining. Yeah. And just all these little nooks and crannies, and they utilize, like, they'll go down an alley that's not even big enough as as this table, and there'll be, like, bars and stuff on Mm -hmm. this alley that can hold, like, two or three people, you know? Yeah. Of course, all this stuff was probably pre-COVID, but... Yeah, who it knows looks so looks look cool, like man. Yeah, get back knows? from this, but. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, I love those the videos, videos that existed before COVID. It's really neat. Well, luckily I'm we cool. have
2: those because we can see what it used to be. I feel like, like I'm there. I would love I to see good. that, like, documented in Birmingham. It would be what a little different. Like now.
0: Yeah. yeah. Actually, I don't know. There'd be man. some videos of somebody running, whatever,
2: from something at some point. I'm pretty sure.
0: Cool. Well, we can talk more about that.
2: Yeah. What? Talk more about what? Japan. Oh yeah. What are you talking about? I don't know. Okay. What are we talking about? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, I when is it, what? So when are you like trying to go to Japan?
1: We I don't know next <laughs> when year. they let us in. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if yeah, if it's something that we've been talking. Oh, man, we've been talking about it since I lived with Tim like two years ago. Like, man, it'd be crazy to go to Japan. Yeah. And uh, up before I did the van build, I just had all the savings. Like, I got to spend it on something. But we never did pull the trigger on doing anything. Mm-hmm. So now, I don't know, last year, we started talking about it more seriously. And then this year, for sure, we've been talking about it. Every other week, we're like, okay, you know, are we doing it? What are we going to do? Yeah. So he, he, mouth was, mouth. he was finally like, all right, let's do it. We need people to go with. Mm-hmm. And so Alex case the first people, was like, is this – because they, they go to the Bahamas, they go to Mexico, they just got back from Portland. I'm like, okay, you guys travel. like Yeah, what the fuck? How, how, how would you feel about Japan?
2: You're, like, talking about this podcast while you're on a 14-mile hike or something. Well, that was Katie's idea. But, yeah, so.
0: (laughs)
1: That was for my 30th birthday. Oh, happy bladed. Thank you.
0: So she's been, uh, long story short, wanting to do, like, a through hike and, like, a big hike. Not necessarily. I don't know if you you call that.
1: Tiny little baby through hike.
0: But it was still 40 miles. So many. So
1: many. So, so elevation. yeah,
0: that's a big we hike. went out, uh, <laughs> now it's about two that's weeks ago. We went out to, we flew into Portland uh-huh. and then we drove about an hour and a half to Mount Hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's the Timberline trail that basically. We're
2: both wearing goes, our shirts. We're so lame. I'm wearing my shirt right <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think he's wearing her. Um, but it goes around the shirts base of the mountain. And so we thought, <laughs> shirts are overrated. Right. Yeah need to get some overalls like you.
2: Dude, I'm
1: telling you. Rawls, man. Yeah.
0: But we thought it would be a pretty chill hike. And considering we could do like five or six miles up at like, you know, Oak Mountain, Red Mountain. Yeah. You know, just hiking. Like, okay, we got this. And we even took our packs and did a few miles and just kind of get a feel for it. We're like, okay, we're going to do about 10 miles a day, you know, do it over the course of four days. And basically the Timberline Trail goes around the base of the mountain and you can do it about four days. But the elevation gain, we were not prepared for. It's yeah. like over 10,000 feet of elevation gain. Yeah, dog. It's it's the same. Those as are real mountains. You can summit the mountain like two and a half times. That's basically what you do, doing the Timberline Trail.
2: Oh, that's how much elevation change. Yes, is. yes.
0: Yeah. And so we uh, we were- Like
1: five or six hours a day just going
0: up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, long story short, it was a very Fuckin intense grueling. trail, grueling trail. And by the end of it, we were beat, you know, because it yeah. definitely did a, m- a few more days on the treadmill before we went out there.
2: I thought that Red Mountain was an actual mountain. Dude, it was, so it was, it was beautiful, though, man. We had it so like, much fun. It was so cool. Colorado was like, what Yeah, the Yeah. Just fuck? flying over, man. Yeah.
0: Like, just. You know, we started getting close to the mountains and stuff, just looking out the window of the plane. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, my God. You know, and yeah. they're all snow-capped. And it's just beautiful.
2: Yeah, and you're, like, riding through in the summer, and there's snow in the mountains. You're like, yeah. this doesn't make sense. We
0: had snow crossings, and it's, like, 90 degrees outside. It's like That's Explain was it, this, man. Mm-hmm. Like, how is there so, snow on the ground? I'm sweating. I'm in but, shorts.
1: Yeah, and we were at like Because
0: the air so
2: thin, it, the it can't evaporate. It just
0: doesn't. I mean, it was melting. You could see it melting and yeah. feeding the streams and stuff, but still. You mm-hmm. could build a snowball. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy.
2: Yeah. Never thought about like hitting someone with a snowball in July. Yeah. Unless you're in like but yeah, South America. But yeah, so
0: we did that a few weeks ago and um, we had a blast. It was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, hey, we you
2: were talking about a podcast and I see something on Instagram about you hiking Mount Hood and I was like, well, the thing that, was that I that didn't towards Tennessee? And I looked it up And I was like What the fuck are you doing yeah. in, <laughs> in Oregon? Yeah
0: Well, I didn't have any service While I was on the trail And yeah. so it wasn't until we got back That I actually had time To like go through All my photos and videos gotcha. And actually start Sharing stuff Oh, okay My family was like let eh, send us some pictures So but, uh, Cool, man well, Thanks for coming to hang out, brother Oh, yeah, of course